KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, final show of the year. This is our Christmas extravaganza. Uh, so far, we have had the choir at Marcos Denisa High School yeah. uh, play on the show and sing on the show. They were absolutely fantastic. Our friend from CCV, Diane Michelle, has already been by singing Oh Holy Night, as she's done the last six or seven years. But the main event is coming up. 515, as tradition, goes back decades, we go Christmas caroling. And basically, you will call in, you will hear 10 seconds of a famous Christmas song, it'll suddenly stop, you got to pick it up and mimic whoever is singing it. That's simple. And, and if you're good, Chatterclaws is here with, I am telling you, Awesome prizes. Absolutely. I know we give away a lot of crappy prizes. Ah, That's the old us. That's the old us. These are good. So we'll see you at 515. By the way, there's a lot of cookies out there. I put this, I got my Santa suit on. He's got his And I got to be honest with you, it just draws me over there. And I'm (laughs) like, have another one. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Chad does have his Santa suit on. And we put it on social media if you want to see it. It's, uh, oh, it's something. It is something. It's something. All right. In a few minutes. Hey, did Governor Ducey lie about holding a special session to resolve that school spending cap? We're going to talk to an Arizona state senator. So yes or no? The guy lie or no? We're going to give the schools this money or not? Yeah. So that's in a few minutes. You know what I thought would be funny? Or fun, I guess I should say? Um, I, had a, uh, I had a pretty good Gatos cue today. So let me bring it to you. And then why don't we discuss it? Okay. Okay. Uh, it is the Gatos Big Q Poll Question of the Day. It's brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Check it out at KTAR.com. You can hear me with Broomhead uh, and the Q at uh, 850. It's really simple. Our final show of the year, right? Let's have some fun. Who's the best character in a Christmas movie? Becky Lynn, we'll want you to weigh in on this in a moment. But uh, who? There's been there's so many good movies. Obviously, I can't have everybody. Uh, I put five down, and you guys can go off script here if you want. Okay. Um, let's see. You know, George Bailey. George Bailey. It's a Wonderful Life. You know, Lasso the Moon. What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You you want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. So I was forced to watch this movie in high school because I was taking a film class as an elective. And I never even heard of this movie. And I saw this movie and I said, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Same exact thing, except I was in college. Okay. I mean, literally same story. You know, I watched it. I thought to myself, God, he whines. (laughs) Freaking movie. That guy's doing all the hard work. I couldn't believe I'd never heard of it. Yeah. There, are, you know, our, my mother-in-law is, you know, late seventies, still hasn't seen it, and I said, "Listen, you got to watch this yes. with us." Nah, I'm good. Oh, no, uh, it is. It. Honestly, I think it's the greatest movie I've ever seen. All right, best characters in a Christmas uh, movie. How about Kevin McAllister? Oh yeah. Okay. Is he a top five for you, Chad? <sighs> no, he's no, not. No, really. Me, no, no. Okay. Uh, how about, uh... Oh, my God, I shot my eye out. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. Ralphie, you be careful out there. Don't shoot your eye out. Ralphie. I do like Ralphie. I do like Ralphie. You know, we don't have the 24 hours of Home Alone. Right. We do have the 24 hours of Christmas Story. It's true. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. I don't even think these are the best characters in their own movies. Oh, really? I think Randy, the little brother, was an even better character. The little little kid who couldn't get his arms down? Yes. Remember his little brother? Oh, because he had on the the coat. That was so 
Yeah. Ralph, Ralphie's Ralphie. little brother, Ralph, Randy. Ralphie's little brother was funny. <laughs> I yeah. also think the little brother in Home Alone, Fuller, the one that couldn't stop drinking Pepsi. Yes. I think that was hilarious. Yeah. Don't give Fuller any water. He'll wet the bed. Played by Macaulay Culkin's little brother. That's right. That's right. Uh, how about Scrooge? Which one? Uh, you pick. Uh, Alistair Sim, to me, was the greatest. He played Scrooge in the 1930 like, movie, but then you could also go Bill Murray and Scrooged, okay. which was phenomenal. Right. 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 But, uh, you know, there's a bunch of them. But, yeah, Scrooge is a great character. He's very, to me, very Christmassy. I was asking around the office, who is the best character in a Christmas movie? Do you know that more people said this one than any other I, one? I, I'm betting I know what it is. Go. Uh, do you want to take a guess? Go ahead. Elf. No. No. no? That's my top choice. I, I know. No. W- wise man, you got a guess? I was kind of thinking Buddy the Elf, too. Yeah. Nope. No. You ready? I know. Do you, go ahead. It's Cousin Eddie. Yeah, there's no doubt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eddie. <laughs> now, this one says the blanker is full. Can we play that? Is that? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a. Oh, I'm going to say the blanker. You know what? What the hell? It's our last show. Oh, what are they going to do? It could be the last. Uh, you, you are, did you guys listen to this? Did you did you bleep the word? Ah, screw it. Emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Nice job, guys. <laughs> nice job. Do you remember guys. when he was going to go sledding? He's like, no, that stuff for me, Clark, because you know, uh, I got that new plate in there, and you know, uh, uh, can't have it. You know, the microwave would turn on. I'd pee my pants and forget who I was for half an hour, so they had to replace it. And if I crashed, well, my hairline wouldn't just look the same. <laughs> uh, so we're going. Uh, who's the best character in a Christmas movie? It's our last show of the year, our Christmas special. So at uh, uh, for the queue, I put George Bailey, Kevin McAllister, Ralphie, Scrooge. Cousin Eddie, the number one. Where, where, where's John McClane? Is Cousin Eddie. I couldn't. See, here's the problem. Yeah. My wife said the same thing. It's not a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. But what my wife said is, where's John McClane from Die Hard? For the queue, I can only put four or five possibilities. Yeah. But up. you didn't put Buddy the Elf. I, I can't believe that. I didn't. Well, who would you take out on the list? There's no Santa in there, by the way. Yeah. I know. I was going to say the same thing. Are you talking about the actor's... No, you're not. You're talking no. about the actual character. Well, no, Santa is Santa. Oh, boy, you're not getting anything I, I, I this year. I think Santa's boring Whoa. sometimes. I'm just saying. Ben, Violet Night. That's Did a new one right there. Yeah. you got to watch out because Santa, he takes care of business. Uh, Die Hard. My wife and I watched it the other day. There are so many classic uh, uh, quotes in this movie. Yeah. From Yippee-I-A to... Put down the gun and give me my detonators. Oh, well, well. Hans. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> what's coming out today? Avatar. Mm-hmm. Biggest movie of all time. This right. is Avatar 2. i got to be honest with you. I haven't heard anything. Uh, I can't even tell you. I've never seen the whole thing through, and I can't even tell you a line from that movie. Uh. I can quote lines from a thousand different movies. I don't even know. You mean from the original, from, Avatar 1? Yeah, I can't even quote, quote, mm. quote a line from that. I've only seen probably two-thirds of that movie. What does it have to do with Christmas? But the whole thing is, you just talk about all the great lines in in a movie like yippee ki and all that. There is... uh, It's amazing what we grab onto, and and that's one of those ones. Like this. Welcome to the party, pal! It's just classic. It is super classic. All right. uh, You can vote at KTAR.com. Cousin Eddie is number one. Cousin Eddie, baby! (laughs) All right. Coming up next, uh, yes, it is our Christmas extravaganza. We're going to give you some news as well. And what we're going to talk about next, did Governor Ducey lie about holding a special session to resolve the school spending cap? It's a big deal. Uh, We're going to talk to an Arizona state senator about it next. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, we've been talking about this uh, possible special session from Governor Ducey before he uh, is uh, not governor anymore. And they're trying to resolve the uh, school spending cap. Uh, how's the best, what's the best way to say what this is, Chad? The school spending cap. Essentially, a- they've allocated the money to them. All they need is essential approval for it. Right. And we go through this dog and pony show every time, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and if uh, legislators don't get their act together, then you're going to have districts around the state have to cut a substantial amount from their budget. So it's money that should be the schools, and now we're just waiting. So um, did Ducey lie? Do you think he did? I don't know if he lied. I think he threw something out there, and then when people started to call him on it, I think he backpedaled. All right. But uh, it's hard to say if he lied or not because it's still not over yet. Joining us now is uh, Sean Bowie. He is uh, Arizona State Senator. Uh, State Senator uh, Bowie, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Thanks. Yeah. uh, You you know, we're just trying to find out. Ducey says he doesn't have the votes. That's what he told uh, KTAR. He's not sure. He's got yes, but, and yes, if. Uh, did he lie to you and say, listen, we'll have a special session? Well, to be clear, first of all, we do have the votes uh, to do to lift the AEL cap. Um, he is correct that he doesn't have the votes to do what he wants, which is additional things. Uh, but just to backtrack a little bit uh, to the budget that we passed in June, I'm sure you guys covered it. We are right up to the deadline to pass what ended up being a bipartisan budget. We put almost an additional billion dollars ongoing into our K-12 schools. Uh, it was a lot to celebrate. He's certainly been celebrating it ever since. Uh, he needed Democratic votes for that budget. And as we were negotiating that, we got the additional dollars. But myself and others said we need something on the aggregate expenditure limit because it doesn't make sense for us to put all these additional dollars into our K-12 schools if the schools can't spend it, if they get held hostage, like what happened earlier this year with this AEL cap. So the Prop 208 lawsuit was going on at the time. We were told, well, we can't do it yet, but how about once the ruling comes out, we will call a special session to the AEL cap. We got that commitment from the governor's office and from the governor directly, and then we passed the budget shortly afterwards. How much more does he want to do? Because it should be pretty simple, right? It's like one of those things where this is a one and done. It's the right thing to do. But you said he's, even though you guys have the votes, he wants more done. Yeah, the governor wants more and legislative Republicans want more. As you know, we have a new governor coming in next month, a governor like Hobbs, a different political party. So there's all these priorities and things that they haven't been able to do before and they kind of view this as their last opportunity uh, to get them done before governor like Hobbs comes in policies that i think are unpopular and policies that would not pass normally but with those of us on my side of the aisle in the education community our schools we really want this aggregate expenditure limit cap lifted so they view it as leverage i presume to try to get some of their uh, priorities passed uh if we want the ael lifted all right, Sean Bowie is uh, joining us, uh, Democrat, Arizona State Senator. Explain what will happen uh, if if a special session is not called to resolve the school spending cap. What does it do to uh, uh, the average kid in a school? Well, if it does not get lifted, uh, we're talking about $1.4 billion okay. of dollars, which, again, as you guys just mentioned, it's already been approved. Uh, we've already passed that budget. Uh, the schools would just not be allowed to spend it. Right. So how does it affect uh, the schools? School. How does it affect the schools? 
Well, the cap uh, would get hit in about March. So um, these are dollars that schools would not be able to spend, so they would have to close campuses. Um, they wouldn't be able to pay employees. Um, they wouldn't be able to pay their bills. Uh, it would be pretty dire. I mean, there are a lot of the major school districts here in Maricopa County. We're talking tens of millions of dollars per school district if we don't do this. Wow. What, what's your gut? You think you can get it done? You think there's a, a, another twist in this tale before uh, Ducey steps away? Well, I, you know, if you've been paying attention to uh, the governor's Twitter feed and his um, communications lately, he's talking a lot about his legacy and all the things that he's accomplished and all the things that he's proud of. Uh, if he does not do this, I think it's really going to significantly tarnish his legacy. He takes a lot of credit for the budget that we passed this year, and that's something we did together. And we had an agreement and we had a promise that this was going to be taken care of. And now with the governor wanting more money for ESAs and, and other priorities, things that have nothing to do with the AEL cap, uh, I think it's a really significant hit on his legacy. And if he wants to go out on a high note and leave office uh, on, a, on, on a positive note, uh, he needs to call us in next week, have us do this special session. And then Governor like Hobbs and the new legislature will come in in January and they'll have their own list of issues. Right and things to work on, but we need to come in and take care of this now. So did he lie to you about a special session, yes or no? Uh, He is not not being a man of his word. I will just put it that way. He's not doing what he promised uh, he would do. Okay. Hey, uh, Senator, uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Arizona State Senator, a Democrat, uh, Sean Bowie. So it basically sounds like... Either Ducey or Ducey's people told him, yes, we're going to do a special session and then backed off. Now, that that's if you believe the Democratic senator. Feels like it's politics playing, trying to get as much as he can. Yeah. Last minute, look at me, cheer me on, because he said the legacy side of things is important to him. Right. So I have a feeling I wouldn't be, be surprised if there's another twist in the tail next week. Well, and Governor Brewer told us just the other day, the former governor. Uh, if he doesn't get this done, it will tarnish his legacy. Yeah, I have a feeling get it done, but he's going to wait. Ducey's not a guy that wants his legacy tarnished. He's going to run out the clock and make it look, oh, I'm a hero. You're probably right. You're probably right. All right, coming up next, Becky Lynn's got the 330. always right. Well, you're... Well, sometimes. I, I didn't get that one bike I asked for a bunch well, of years ago. Well, that's because you were not a nice I person was a naughty, at that time. I was on the naughty list. Becky Lynn's got the uh, news coming up at 330. Uh, and we're going to interrupt the headlines. We're called Holding Up the Headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. Time for us to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. KTAR Eyes on Education. Democrats keep calling on Governor Doug Ducey to deliver on a promise. Democratic Caucus Chair Leela Alston explains the agreement was that Democrats would support the state budget if Ducey called a special session to lift a cap that does not allow schools to spend money already approved for them. He has been reluctant to do that. I have talked to individuals who have assured me that the votes are there in both houses. Now, Ducey tells KT He's told the votes are not there. Alston disagrees. She adds attaching legislation like to increase funding for the school vouchers program is a no-go for Democrats. Holding up the headlines. 
Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Well, we just talked to a Democrat, Sean Bowie. He's an Arizona state senator. Uh, he said Ducey hasn't lived up to his word. Said that he spoke to the governor and the governor said he'd hold a special session to resolve the school spending cap. And he's not doing that. So it's, you know, we, we do this every every it seems like we do this every year. We yeah. hold this stuff hostage. We wait until the last second. School districts start going crazy. They worry and worry and worry. And then all of a sudden, he's, you know, it was the governor, the legislature. Oh, look at me. I'm a hero. We just passed it. And I'm like, yeah, well, everyone just turned gray waiting. It, it's funny. The votes aren't there. Well, Michelle Udall, she's a Republican. She thinks the votes are there. Yeah. So either somebody's lying or the votes aren't there for all the stuff that he wants. So not what, just this. So. So basically what I feel is that Governor Ducey is happy to call a special session to resolve the school spending cap if he gets something else in addition. He's trying to. He wants one other thing, he, but I don't know what it is. He's sandbagging for his legacy. I think he wants a lot more stuff that he could try to get through mm-hmm. so he could say, look at all the things I got done. Uh, and, and So he's so, being selfish. He's being pol- political. That's yeah, the Which world. is selfish. Yeah, but that's politics in today's world. Right. I've got something you want, so you better figure out how you're going to give me what I want. All right. We're holding up the headlines. Now that the 2022 election is over, the Arizona GOP is conducting a post-mortem about its unexpected performance. Four Trump-endorsed candidates lost big statewide races this November. Former Paradise Valley GOP Precinct Chair Kathy Petsis on KTAR's The Think Tank says MAGA candidates like Carrie Lake may have won the primary, but... If we had put forth candidates such as Karen Taylor Robeson, Bo Lane, and Andy Gould into the general, then we would be talking about a different scenario right now because all of those individuals would have won handedly. Four other statewide GOP candidates who were so-called election deniers, who were rather not so-called election deniers, actually won their respective elections. Now, you can listen to the entire conversation on the Think Tank at KTAR 92.3, Saturdays from 6 to 7, Sundays from 9 hmm. to 10. I wonder who talked about all of this stuff for a while. Guinness, did we talk about put crazy in, crazy will lose? Yep. Okay. We we spoke to candidates. Uh, we spoke to all the candidates, but we spoke to a lot of candidates that we thought had common sense and were very bright. And they all lost. All of them. All of them lost in the primary. Yeah. We're talking about the Republican side of things. You know, there were there were some decent candidates at the very beginning. But, you know, if MAGA is going to take over... Uh, and that just seems that it's the way it is. You, and, you know, on the left, you, the, the progressives take over, too. In these primaries, you're going to get far left versus far right. And then when the general comes around, nobody wants to vote for these folks. I mean, Karen Taylor Robeson, who did we talk to that said that if she run, she would have easily won by, what, 10, 20 points? Uh, every uh, political pundit that Ever. we put on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that she would have won. I said the same thing. It's, she would have. She absolutely would have won. She's a smart businesswoman. She is fair. Um, and she would have been a great governor. And I'll tell you what, those 10 percent of Republicans who looked at Carrie Lake and said, you're crazy, I'm not voting for you. And in fact, I'm voting for Katie Hobbs. Uh, they would have voted for Robeson. Absolutely. And some disgruntled Democrats and a lot of independents. Holding up the headlines. The future is here, and you can now catch an autonomous ride to catch your flight. KTAR's Colton Krolak is live in the News Center to tell us more. For any questions, press the call support button to speak with a rider support agent. 
That's the sound from my first ever Waymo ride, and now you can have the same experience. Phoenix Sky Harbor is now the first airport in the world to offer autonomous rideshare services. Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego says the announcement is historic. Making really global history in terms of leading the way with Waymo vehicles providing this important autonomous service. Waymo began offering rides to and from the 44th Street SkyTrain uh, station in November with an autonomous specialist in the vehicle. Now that service is fully driverless and open to the general public. Live in the news center, Colton Krolak. KTAR News. You gonna give up your steering wheel? Uh, it's it's kind of creepy. So you got to pay for that, right? I mean, that's yeah. not something that's yeah. free. It's like a it's like a cab, except there's no well, cab. This, this though is at the airport, so it's from the SkyTrain station. Yes, we're just do baby steps right now. Yeah, right. But is it? It's, but you have to pay for it, right? As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. So it's well, like an Uber kind of thing. You hop in there; it's probably a few bucks. And, right. Right. But it's no. the giving up the control, right? Of saying I don't need to have anybody driving the car. It's creepy. That's been for a lot of people. A younger generation maybe used They'll for that. They'll love it. They'll love it. An older generation, I like, hold on to the steering wheel. Yeah, I, I do it. It's not I a would long do, ride. I, I, I rode in a Waymo car yeah. that was self-driving, but it was several years back, and the people were still in, in the, the car. car. They, right. this they is weren't totally touching different. anything. They had computers out, you know, I mean, they were, and they were talking to me, but still, there was somebody there. This it, is, nobody's there. If I see, if I'm at the airport and I see one of these driverless Waymos, and they cut me off, and I honk at them, what, what are they going to honk back at me? Is Maybe there, they're going to get on your phone and say, how dare you do that to yeah, us? Yeah, take over we my know phone. exactly where you are. I think the deal is, if you cut it off, then it's I'm supposed a, to come to a screeching stop. I'm going to honk it in anyway. I think it'd be funny. Mm. Hold up the headlines. <laughs> Brittany Griner wants to return to the basketball court as part of the Phoenix Mercury this season, saying she's looking forward to being able to thank the people who fought for her return in person. She took to Instagram today and expressed her gratitude to her family and to the Biden administration for their efforts to bring her home. This is the first time she's spoken out since being imprisoned in Russia for 10 months. Something we're going to bring up uh, actually coming up next. Would she ever go back to Russia? And the reason I say that is she gets paid a million dollars a year over there. She gets paid here 200 grand a year to play for the Mercury. Yeah. Could she actually say, listen, uh, it's, it's worth the money. I'll obviously be much more careful than I did the last time. But could she even... Stomach you, going you, back. Sports, you got a finite life. You got to earn as much as you can when you can. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't. There's no way. I couldn't do it. You not can't right be a, now the way it is. No, you can't. No, not while they're at war. Not with Putin there. Yeah. But I mean, goodness, ten ten months of your life was was taken away from you. Uh, is there any? Uh, you know, dollar sign in the world that would would make her go back to Russia because if she's going to make money, Russia's the place to do it. But I don't know how you ever go back. All right, that is it for holding up the headlines. Something we like to do at three thirty, where Becky Lynn has her newscast. She reads the headlines. We hold it up, interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Still to come, uh, it is our Christmas extravaganza. Uh, at 5.15, you will go Christmas caroling with us for presents. Dress accordingly. It's cold outside. Plus, uh, everyone has that crazy Christmas story. Chad's ended with guns blazing. Stick around. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, 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 portion of the program's brought to you by <laughs> Parker and Sons, Blowing and Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Barrels, Earth, thanks for All right, Chad Claus is here. He is dressed, uh, 
appropriately. Man, you you have the best Santa outfit I've ever seen. I'm loving it. Loving that it. is expensive. Yeah. That is not something that's cheap. No. I like to uh, do it up. Yes, you do. He's got the hat on. He's got the gear. So we got a couple hours uh, left on the show. It is our Christmas extravaganza. Coming up at 4.05, we do this every year, our Christmas stories. All right? One of us has a crazier story than the other. One of us, their story ended with guns blazing. That's yeah, a fun that Christmas. That happened at your house. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so we'll do that at 4 o'clock and then at 5.15. Get ready because we go Christmas caroling on the Gatos and Chad show. If you don't know what that is, if you're a first-time listener, if you're just new to the show, make sure you're here at 5.15. And bring your best singing voice. Yes, exactly. So uh, Brittany Griner, uh, she spoke uh, today. She put out an Instagram post, if you will. Uh, and, you know, she's thanking people. Uh, says, listen, I had to dig deep into my faith to, to, to get through these 10 months in prison in Russia. And you and I were talking in the office, and an interesting question came up. And it's this. Okay. Brittany Griner says today, I want to play for the Phoenix Mercury. Great. She's okay. going to play next year. Okay. You're going to make about two hundred and twenty grand. If you go back to Russia, you'll make at least a million dollars a year. So here's the thing. Would you go back to Russia if you're Brittany Griner? Now, I can hear a lot of you say it's about the dumbest thing in the world. Well... This she sounds like a pretty tough lady to me. Yeah, she's gone through ten months in prison in Russia, and you know what? In one year in Russia, she makes more than five years playing with the Mercury. So, do you think you know what? I'll obviously be a lot more careful when I go back to Russia this time. They'll have nothing to get me on, and I'm going to go make my million, two million dollars a year. And then maybe I'll never go back again. If, I, it's just an interesting if, question. If there was no Putin and no war, maybe something to think about if you look and see who the new regime is. But the reality is simply this. Yeah, look, there is no getting out now. We got nothing else to trade for you. So if you go, go at your own, uh, you know, use your own wits, go at your own, you know, warnings have been put out there and be cautious. But the reality is there's no getting you back now at this point. I don't even know how she could do that to this country. That being said, you're making a living and they're paying a lot more than the WNBA. And by the way, everybody's going to whine about, well, they should pay the, no, they're not because it's based on revenue and they don't have the revenue. The Russians launder money. They need this kind of stuff. And it's fun for them to have toys. These oligarchs. Yeah, there are about a dozen American uh, basketball players, female basketball players, and they go to Russia and they make a lot more money. And uh, from what I understand, these women all are not returning. Yeah. I mean, he's scared. There's no obviously. doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, I, and this I'd also like to know, will, will Brittany Griner, uh, and maybe she's done this and I missed it. Did she admit that she that she did something wrong? Hey, listen, I did have... You know, these, yeah, she, this she admitted on my person. it, but she said it was an act. Well, well, she said it while in Russian prison. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just wondering, because I think that's an, uh, this is a valid question. Did you actually bring, what were they called? I always forget what they were called. Well, she had hash or cannabis, whatever you hash want to call it. Yeah, oil, yeah oil, she, oil, had, oil, she right. had those cartridges. Okay, but were they planted on her, or did she actually bring them over? I don't know. I think that's an interesting question. But, you know, could you imagine going back to a place that caused you the most trauma that you could ever imagine? Uh, no, no, not for the, not even for a million dollars. It'd be tough, honestly, right now. If like, what if uh, 
you know, uh, what if Turkey came and offered you a ton of like maybe Spain? Yeah, okay, I could go to Spain. Well, you I go could somewhere go to, else. I could go to France. I could go to Greece. Well, that's fine. You know, that's but easy. you know, a place like Turkey because Turkey pays a ton of money to WNBA stars to come there. Okay. I would be hesitant about that. About Turkey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, neighbors aren't so nice. Yeah, and you're a good friends with the pooter, so I'm not quite sure I want to be involved in it. I would, you'd have to think, okay, Spain, France, Germany, maybe some of these places, but it would still just be tough at this point. Or she may decide, I like it right here in Phoenix, and you know what, two hundred and twenty grand sounds. I'll make good enough to money me. selling my story that I can make up this. You know, somebody's probably going to pay for that. Somebody's going to pay for that book. Yeah. So, and you would say, "All right, here's the deal. I have five years left. I was going to make another probably three to five million bucks. Uh, that could take care of that." Yeah. But you know, it is an interesting question. But I here's the thing: I don't think, think about all the other back. women, though, that this was their big. The women that don't make the two hundred grand that she makes here, mm-hmm. that go there and they make three hundred thousand over there, and this was their big haul. They're now going. All right, this I can't do this. This is no. kind of taken away from them as well. Not if you're from America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll, or any nation that's allied with us and Ukraine, right? Yeah, it's it's a pretty. I think it's going to be a pretty easy answer. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, how could you get back on a plane and head back to the place you 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 wanted to to, to leave for ten months? Well, to be honest, you might have a little shock trying to go, even if you're just going to go to Mexico for a week or yeah. can just because I've been down this road. I don't know if I want to do this again. Yeah, we don't know her mental health. Uh, physically, she seems okay. They've checked her out. She can dunk. We know she that. She can dunk. I saw her do that the other day. I'll tell you what. They lock you up for 10 months, and you think you're going to be there for 15 years? Yeah. Man, I don't know what that does to you mentally. She's a tough, tough cookie. Because she was not trained for that. That no. Victor Bout guy, totally trained for stuff like this. It, the, uh, That's what he did. Psychological warfare, right. the guy we traded for. Her? Not, no, not so much. Nor no. should you be. All right. It is our fantastic final show of the year. It's our Christmas uh, show. We're going to go Christmas caroling at uh, 5.15. But up next, Gatos says the nightmare before Christmas and Chad's holiday shootout. Those two stories are next. Caroling, caroling through the town. Christmas bells are ringing.